You are listening to the FDNY Pearl Podcast, featuring members of the New York City Fire Department. We want to share stories from the field, best practices, lessons learned, and help save lives. Lieutenant Farouk Mohammed began his FDNY EMS career 20 years ago in 1996. He worked in Brooklyn as an EMT, then as a paramedic. He worked in Manhattan and Brooklyn. In 2011, Farouk was promoted to lieutenant and assigned back home to Brooklyn. Nine months later, Lieutenant Mohammed was reassigned to the EMS Academy. There, he creates content for Diamond Plate, our internal training website. In addition to creating training videos for the mobile CPR training unit, medical branch director training, Ebola response and preparedness, and Narcan administration, just to name a few projects. Farouk Mohammed is a 9-11 responder and survivor. In 2005, he volunteered as a paramedic in the mountains of Kashmir after a devastating earthquake that killed over 80,000 people. He was then invited to the White House and honored by President George W. Bush for his service on 9-11 and in Kashmir. Lieutenant Mohammed has received over a dozen pre-hospital saves and three different administrative medals. Since its inception this time last year, Lieutenant Mohammed also creates content for Pro-EMS and is one of our hosts for the FDNY Pro Podcast. Welcome to the FDNY Pro Podcast for our digital magazine, Pro-EMS. I am your host today, Captain Elizabeth Cassio. Please welcome Lieutenant Farouk Mohammed as our guest. Thanks for being here today, Farouk. Thanks for having me. You've accomplished many award-winning endeavors in your career, and today... We're going to focus on your EMS rap videos. Show them what you got. Show them who you are with the pats on your shoulder, saving lives. Blue star. Be high class of struggling in the streets. When the reefers You've posted to eight of them to YouTube, but we're going to concentrate on one video titled EMS Anthem because shortly after the new year, EMS Anthem clocked over one million views. We'll be there. So, let's start with, where were you when you found out? How did you react? I was at home just uh, going through the internet, doing some work on the computer, and I decided to go and just check on my stats because I knew I was getting close to reaching that 1 million views. So I thought, let me take a look. I saw the number. I saw that it was over 1 million and I was just very excited. I just couldn't believe it. And I thought, you know, it made me reflect on how this developed from something that just was an idea. And here I am, you know, a few years later with a video that has over a million views. And a lot of people that have been inspired by this and, and have given me so much positive feedback because of it. And it's led to so many other amazing things. So I was super excited. I shared it with my family. And I just can't really express how awesome it was. There's a lot of technicalities involved with what's considered a view. So I can't just click on it, watch a minute, and that's counted right. as a view, right? True. I think you have to watch the whole video or close to the whole video to, for it to count as a view. And you can't keep clicking it and expect it to keep growing from the same computer. It doesn't do that. Interesting. So, so that's truly, Legitimate views, yeah. Yeah, those are truly legitimate views. Yeah, you have to put things in perspective because EMS is a small world. If you take all the EMS people in New York City, it doesn't amount to a whole lot of people. No, it doesn't. So to get like a million views on a video about EMS is pretty remarkable because... Oh, I agree. I mean, yeah. our, just our little world of FDNY EMS is just over 4,000 people. Right. So to get views like that, it shows that people are watching it. 
and, and they're enjoying it. So now EMS Anthem's not your first EMS rap video, correct? True, it's my second one. Okay. Yeah, the first one was a uh, call 911 FDNY. Heart attack, call 911. And the way that started was just, you know, another day at work, I was with my old partner, Daniel Gonzalez. We're sitting in the vehicle, and uh, I used to, you know, on downtime, which we didn't have a whole lot, but every now and worked. again. Not where right, you worked. not where I work, exactly. I was a very busy area of Brooklyn, so I was just writing stuff down, just like a journal, and uh, it just came to me that, hmm, what if I wrote a song about my job, a job that I love, that I was very passionate about, that I'm still very passionate about, and always will be. When I was a teenager, I would dabble in writing little rap songs and sharing with my friends, talking about life experiences, and they always got a kick out of it. So it was a while since I wrote anything new. And I wrote it down. It didn't take me long. It flowed very naturally. First, I showed it to Danny. I was like, hey, check this out. What do you think? And he's like, that's pretty cool. I thought, let me see how everybody else feels about it. So I went around the station and I shared it with them. And they were like, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. I thought, hmm. Maybe I could pitch this to the department and get this made, make a music video. I never made a music video before that one. I didn't expect to get a yes. OPI is very busy. They have a lot of requests, but I was persistent. I emailed them about two or three times. I think I made a phone call or two, and they were like, you know what? Go ahead, put it together. Let's have a look at it, and we'll take it from there. So that's exactly what I did. I went to the studio first, recorded the song, started to film this stuff on our own time, and uh, put it together. Presented it to OPI. They invited the commissioner over to come and look at it, and they were like, wow, this is pretty cool. They liked it. So we put it out for EMS Week, and it went viral. So I was really surprised and happy about that. It was exciting. I thought, wow. For those who don't know, OPI stands for the Office of Public Information, which is the press office for the FDNY. Can you explain why you needed permission to do the video? The department has a brand, FDNY is a brand. So I can't take it upon myself to make videos using the FDNY logo, personnel, and apparatus and just put it out there as my own without getting the appropriate permissions. And after that, I just kept asking them. And every EMS week, I'm like, can I put another one out? Can I put another one out? And of course, they have to go through the process of you know, looking at it, making sure there's not anything weird in the video, which of course it never is, but I have to give them that respect to make sure that everything is in order. And once they see it, it gets put out there and it's released for EMS Week and it's been, it's been good. And you used other members of the station in the video? For that video, just everybody from the station, whoever worked there. I had them you know, play the rescuers and uh, the patients. And it was really like kind of a quirky, funny little video. It didn't seem like it was serious, although I wanted it to be serious. I meant for it to be serious, but it came off more like playful and a little funny, I think. But still, it was well received and people were really happy about it. And then after that, I just wanted to make my videos just more and more serious because I, that's how I feel about the job. It's a serious thing. What we do out there is very serious, taking care of people, dealing with things that the average person doesn't ever see. And if they do, they don't handle it well. And this is stuff that we see every day. So I don't want to come off as this is supposed to be funny or a joke. So that's why, moving forward, I just tried to put that out there in my videos, that this is something that I take very seriously. And so the second one, then, is EMS Anthem. Right. Ready for war, fighting death, nails of the wall. Pumping harder than a ninja, but we never stall. Never, never give up hope, you know you're gonna make it.
how did you come up with that name, uh, let alone the entire concept? That video is still the most, obviously the most popular video out of all of them. And uh, it is my favorite also. Sometimes you can't plan things. You know, they just happen a certain way. I had a producer put the beat together for me and it was just the perfect beat. I just loved it, like I just felt it. One day I just sat back and I thought, okay, I was feeling inspired and I was listening to the beat and I just started to write and it just flowed so naturally. Of course I worked on it, I tweaked it, but the body of it just came out very naturally from the heart, came from real life experiences, stuff I mentioned in there about death and dying. That's stuff that I've experienced in real life, being in this field for the last 20 years. It was all coming from memories and experiences and things that we see all the time. Mm -hmm. I felt passionate about it. And truthfully, when I listen to my own songs, I get butterflies sometimes because the stuff is so real. The things that I'm talking about is very real. Mm -hmm. And unless you're an EMS provider and you're out there doing this, it's hard for you to really grasp what we go through and uh, how the job really is, how taxing it can be mentally, physically, Absolutely. emotionally. Yeah. So this is definitely a good way for me to express myself and, and get those feelings out. Mm -hmm. And when I'm kicking back, listening to these songs, I feel it inside and it comes from a, from passion and real world experience. It shows in all of the videos. EMS Anthem does have the most number of views, significantly higher than all the others. Do you have any insight as to why that particular song? I asked myself the same question because you know, I realized that it's so much more popular than the others for some reason. You know, you got a million views versus 300,000 views on, let's say, Blue Star. And the only thing I could think of is that. It kind of takes you through a day at work. You see me punching in, talking to the supervisor, meeting my partner in the locker room, getting our gear, and just getting out there and a day at work, just doing what we do. And also, I think it sounded good. The song itself and the music and the way that I did the rap came out sounding pretty good. It appealed to people. I think uh, it was catchy. Mm. I had a professional filmmaker who's won awards. Her name is Ileana Alvarez. She actually filmed that one for me. And I think that has something to do with it also. She had the eye, she's an artist. So um, I think all those components together just made that song just what it is, you know, just something that was really cool. And it's out there and it's always talked about in the EMS world. We talk about EMS songs, that's, that one comes out. What type of feedback do you get from people? The majority of the feedback is positive. I get people who request me as uh, friends on Facebook. They follow me on YouTube. They write messages to me on a regular basis. Today I got a message from someone on Facebook who said they're inspired by all the videos, but particularly Never Give Up. Mm -hmm. It's something that inspires them and they listen to it over and over again to help push them through the day. Be strong, be 911. Gonna keep on struggling until my time is done. EMTs and medics, we don't give up. No matter what the case, no matter what we face, never give up. And when I hear that, it just makes me feel really good that the message is getting out there and that I'm inspiring people. The other day, we, we were at a, a family day event. Somebody came over to me and said, hey, Farouk, can I speak to you for a second? I said, sure. He goes, I want to let you know that I came on board the fire department after watching your videos. You inspired me to join the fire department okay. and to become an EMT. And I thanked him, and I was really happy to hear that. And the truth is, every PES class, probationary class that comes in, there's always about one or two people that'll come up to me and tell me the exact same thing. So if I was able to make a difference in one person's life, 
then, you know, it was worth it. If they go out and save someone's life because they were inspired by my videos, then, hey, job done, you know? Absolutely. I succeeded in what I wanted to do. I think it's fantastic. So the majority of it is very, very positive. There's always a few people out there that'll post something negative, mm -hmm. but that's expected. Anytime you do something and you put yourself out there to the public, you set yourself up for someone to come and criticize you or, or make negative comments. And if you have a, a thin skin, you, you'll give up and you won't do it anymore, but you can't let it get to you and just keep doing what you love. Right. What are some of the criticisms that you get, some of the negative feedback? Well, I'll get negative feedback that people just don't understand sometimes. For example, I'm aware of the HIPAA law, obviously. I've been with EMS for so long. I would never post anything that's real to the public because that just violates laws and stuff that we have in place. But people will tell me, hey, Farouk, don't you know that um, you're violating the HIPAA law with having these patients in your videos? And I just get surprised by that because I would think that they would know that these are you know, actors and they're not real patients. I guess that's a testament to your skill as a uh, director. <laughs> True. So that's, it also makes me feel good that they think it's real. How much time goes into putting together one of these videos? In terms of hours, I can't put an exact number on it, but you know, talk about getting the, the beat made. That's not on my end. I get someone to do that part, but then I have to write the song, and that could take hours many hours. Depends on how inspired I am. I have eight videos, but six of them were for EMS Week, so there's like a deadline for me. When it's like that, you may not feel the same inspiration as you would with something that doesn't have like a deadline attached to it. No, so yeah. you got to push. So it takes a lot of hours. So you go to the studio after you write it, and that takes time. And then after that, you film. That takes a few days, depending on the locations. Now, when you say a few days, is that a few days of eight-hour days, a few days of Eight, days? ten hours, no. Oh. Eight and more. You know, sometimes ten, twelve hours. Who writes the script for you? Who figures out, you know, what the scene is going to be? And I do all of that. Really? Yeah, I plan it out, write it out, you know, and direct it. And uh, it's a lot of work. Do you, you film know. it also? Or do the you bring other people on? The first three I didn't film. And the rest of the ones for EMS Week... I filmed the majority of them myself, and I edited them myself also. So uh, I hope to be able to keep making more and more videos in the future to inspire people, and I want them to be better than the last one. So yeah, that's my you plan. have your work cut up for you then? Yeah. No. So now that you've been uh, taping these videos for a while now, I would think that people approach you to say, hey, can I be in your next video? Has that happened yet? That has happened, and I love to to spread the, the fun, so to speak. And if someone expresses that they want to be in it, I try to get them involved and, and uh, you know, just have a good time with it. Like I said, it's a lot of work, though. The day of, like, when, when we're actually shooting, people are not really having a good time. Because I'm like, come on, let's go, you know, get over here, uh, do this, do that, you know, do that again. And, you know, just ordering them around. And they come on their own time. This is not, they're not paid. You know, this is all our own time to get this out there. And I'm shouting orders at them and making sure that we do it right and repeat it and, when it's all said and done, they're like, oh, thanks, and they're really happy and they're excited and they share it with their families, but it's definitely a lot of work. I bet it is. You know, I have other things in mind that I want to do. Like One of my ideas is to shoot a, a movie about EMS, a short film to start with, mm -hmm. just talking about you know, the, the stuff that we face as EMS providers, you know, some of the struggles, some of the challenges, the stresses. You know. Was there a particular situation that occurred that made you think, that's what you'd like to share with people? Well, I have uh, experiences from my job that 
always stick out in my head and just make me emotional because it was so just tragic. Mm -hmm. and, and those things lead to stress and anxiety. And fortunately, I've been able to manage the stress that I've endured on this job over the years. But I know some people are not able to navigate that stress as good as others. I agree. Your coping mechanisms for most of us were probably um, set in stone as you were growing up. You learned from other people how to cope, and then you suddenly faced with the stressors of EMS. And people at their worst moment in life, their most vulnerable time and their worst moment in life, and you're there to help them through it. And I think you lose over time if you aren't affected anymore by some of these extreme cases that you presented with, you really lose your humanity. That's true. You get desensitized, and if you don't feel it anymore, it does take away a little bit of your humanity. But fortunately, that hasn't happened to me. I still feel the stuff that I experience and remember it and have a respect for the other EMS providers also. That's something that I don't forget. I mean, I, I look at my coworkers and people that I've met and learned from on this job, and I think about, wow, you know, look at the stuff that they go through and they deal with every day, and just got to love that about them, you know, so... It's something that I want to talk about more. If it's in, in music or some other way, I want to continue doing that. We deal with a lot of hardship on the job. We, we see a lot of a tragedy, and we have to deal with that somehow. People don't understand that we go to work and see the worst things in the world, and then we still have to go home and be normal. Absolutely. Yeah. And so you use your music True. to help express that. Exactly. So, like I said, you know, a lot of those things that I say you know, in my videos, they come from real life experiences. And uh, it's a good way to get those feelings out and share it with everyone. No matter all the hardships and tragedy we see night and day, do you have what it takes to be one of us in the spot? Come on, show us what you got. Do you have the heart to be an EMT? It's a small world, the EMS. So yeah, that's one thing I've learned. No matter where they are, I get EMS people from Thailand reaching out to me, people from Germany, from all over the world, Poland. I have EMS friends from everywhere on my Facebook page that write to me and, and send me patches and cards on the holidays. And they talk about their experiences and how these videos inspire them and keep them going. So I found that it's a small world and we all go through the same types of feelings when we're at work and dealing with this stuff. So it's definitely a good way to just share it with everyone. Why hold it in, you know? Absolutely, I think it's great. So you have call 911 was 2009, EMS Anthem is the following year, 2010, Blue Star EMS, 2011, Keep Yourself Safe, 2012, Street Heroes, 2012 also. Then Never Give Up is 2013, A Day in the Life of EMS is 2014, and Bravo Volunteer EMS is 2015. So what's next? I think another music video is, uh, should be coming up. Oh, yeah? That's my thought, yeah. I have some good music that uh, I was able to get put together by a very talented producer. So now I'm just trying to just get inspired to write something, put something together, and hopefully for EMS Week, I'll get it out there. You know, it yeah. really does go viral just in our little world. Yeah, on YouTube, you'll see a certain number of views, but then there are posts, like on Facebook, where you'll see like 100,000 views, and they don't get recorded in the same way. People rip the videos too. Like they'll download them somehow and then repost them and those will get views. That's another way that people share the videos. And I don't 
I'm okay with that. If that's what they do, it's fine. Not about the views, really. It's more about getting the message out and for people to be motivated and inspired. So, you know, people have taken my videos and reposted them on their own YouTube pages. They've tweaked them, they've used my footage and uh, made their own videos. And, you know, I wish they would ask first, but it doesn't bother me much because I know they're coming from a good place. They want to just show the EMS world just like I do, and so I let it, I let it go. I mean, you definitely show a very positive image of EMS members, EMTs, paramedics, officers. I stick to the positive aspect of the job. Of course, I talk about the difficult things that we face, but I don't talk about the political stuff and the negative stuff. That's not, that's not my thing. I'm more about unifying each other, inspiring each other. Elevating know. each other. If you're an EMS provider, you came here to help people. Uh, I hate to sound cliche, but that's really what it is. And if you go out there and you treat the, your patients like your own family members, like you'd want them to be treated, then you'll never have a problem on this job and you'll go home and you'll sleep well. So that's really what I want to promote. So, you know, if you want to check out these videos, just type Farouk Muhammad on YouTube. I have my own channel and you can check out all these videos. Thanks for sharing all of this with us today, Farouk. My pleasure. Thank uh, you for having me here. Thank you for portraying us in such a positive light. It's my pleasure and I hope to keep doing that and as we move forward in the future. Thanks for joining us today on FDNY Pro Podcast. This is for real, the blood, the guts, the death, the dying, no matter what the case, we never give up trying, hardcore, not for the weak hearted, get up on the scene and we finish what we started. FDNY Pro is online at fdnypro.org. Subscribe today and get inside access to the FDNY. Learn more about our publications, professional conferences, and other tools for first responders. Train with New York's Bravest. Twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. And when seconds count, the men and the women of the FDNY are there for us, to protect us and keep us safe when the unthinkable happens. No matter the challenge, no matter the danger, our firefighters and EMTs serve with honor, dedication, and bravery. New York's bravest are there for us. Let's be there for them. Your support of the FDNY Foundation ensures that the world's best fire department has the world's best training, equipment, and education. Go to fdnyfoundation.org and help New York's bravest save a life today.